Good afternoon, everybody. Jim Hackett, Pete Davidson. We have the Fantasy Football Off Day podcast on uh, week 16. It is the Fantasy Football Finals. It is the first Saturday of pro football. I love this weekend, Pete. And I'm going to celebrate by going to see my Pats against the Buffalo Bills in what's finally a meaningful AFC East December football game. Go figure. Yeah, that is that is pretty amazing. Um, it's going to be <laughs> it's sort of a tough game to get a feel for. I, I, I could, I've been joking in the office. Like, maybe it I, isn't. Well, <laughs> maybe we just don't like the feel I, we're I think getting. It's, maybe I, think it's, I don't think it's a fantasy day, but I think it's 16-13 uh, yeah. pats on a late Nick Folk field goal is my call. I've been joking in the office. Uh, you know, so like, If you're relying on a late Nick Folk field goal. He's actually kicking pretty well for them right now. Like verse, I mean, they've had a <laughs> ensemble. He's, kick, he's kicking better. I know you have a sour feeling from him with the Jets, but he's actually kicking better than Gostowski was before he went off. Um, so I'll take him. That's basically what all I I'm just say saying. If you're relying on him hitting a field goal to win you the game, you know you're probably going to lose. Yeah, <laughs> he's been. I'm not going to jinx him, but he's or been go to overtime. Dead. I guess in your scenario, but I've been were, uh, yeah. I've been joking in the office that you know, like a baseball score, like the Pats post five four victory over Bills. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Folks, okay, folks, folks. You know he's he's generic kicker. Yeah. Hey, that's a, hey. Look at that's better than what we had. You know what I mean? We had a couple of weeks there that were rough, yeah. including Gostowski. No, yeah, I thought uh, him getting hurt was not a good thing. So yeah, but he he patched himself up. They sewed he, him so up. How, how we did about a half hour of that on the Sunday show. I'm just kidding. No, it's Thanksgiving. Um, that's when the news broke. Thanksgiving. Second hour of Thanksgiving. It was yeah. A Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right. Phones you're right. will lighten up, man. I can tell you. You don't get to see them. It was. It was. You know, people were. You know, the, the Glenn Orby always says the the listeners. Yes, kinda, you're right. Speaking of phone, feed. I need to unplug mine before it starts ringing. Yeah, the listeners okay. kind of feed where the show is going to go, you know. But as soon as that broke, right. it kind of started coming in. But uh, but if you get a, eyeballs on the Pats like this, still year, could have done without 30 minutes of kicker talk. But <laughs> it wasn't 30 straight. It was like back and forth a little bit. You yeah, know, I'm in just, and out. I'm of just break. kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, anyway, so yeah, tomorrow's probably going to be a little bit ugly. It's not a day to fire up your Patriots, I don't think, or your Bills for that matter. And that's relevant, you know, because you get Josh Allen, you get Edelman, you know, those are guys yeah. you can usually go to, you know. Yeah. With pretty some confidence. Yeah, I can't imagine any Bills that I would want to play. Um, Maybe really Singletary. Maybe because the Pats' defense got shredded on the run last week against Joe Mixon. Yeah. But he's not Joe Singletary Mixon. Singletary is not Mixon. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Singletary's going to be. I think they're going to focus on him. That's my, my I, Belichick's going to focus on. I him. think they're going to focus on John Brown. I don't think it'll be real hard. Um, I don't think they're going to leave John Brown solo because, like, why would you with this team? They can't do anything else. Mm. Um, I mean, the Patriots aren't usually a spy team. Um, I don't think they'll spy Allen. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, well, if you were, I mean, if I was going to spy a quarterback, I can't think of one I would rather spy more than Josh Allen. Um, but I just don't know if the Patriots really do that. Mm. Do they tend to spy? I can't remember the Patriots spying, with the exception of like a play here, a play there, put it in their head kind of thing. Yeah, they mix it in. You know what I mean? I think what they're probably going to do is probably but, uh, I, I kind of use the uh, you know the template you know, the templates they used against Watson and and Jackson obviously didn't work, right? So uh, yeah, I, and you I, can't use a Jackson template against Allen. They're not they're too different. Yeah, um, like you, you can you don't spy Jackson. You're crazy if you do, unless you're spying him with the, like your best athlete. In which case, wow, that's a tough way to use your best athlete yeah. as a spy, right? They used but, Collins on him a little bit, but I think they just mixed it in. Right, but you that's, know? Whew, that's you're playing a dangerous game because yeah. he's going to outrun your spy. Yeah, well, they got you smoked. Know? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, there you go. Uh, but you know, you can, you could, you could. I mean, if you were inclined to do it, you could spy. Um, with Collins on Allen because now you're talking about more equitable movement types, right? Um, uh, Allen is a good running quarterback, but a big part of that ability is power. He's an unusual running quarterback. He's a strong guy. He does it with size and stride length, you know? Yeah. So it's it's just a very different kind of rushing quarterback. Um, You know, like Tebow is a wholly different kind. He's pure power, right? He's a fullback. Right. He was like a fullback playing quarterback. This guy is... This guy's sort of outside the mold. I don't know who you would compare him More to. More like an H-back, because right? he's, he's got some quick Well, I mean as too. a quarterback. I yeah. mean, maybe like a McNair kind of guy yeah, or something that's like, like probably, that. Yeah, that's a decent uh, comparison. Maybe young Roethlisberger or something like that. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, but it's it's a real shame that Josh Allen isn't great. Because if he was great. He's fun. Yeah, he would be like the most fun thing to watch every yeah, week. Yeah, he's very, if he's he was a lot great. of fun. Yeah. 
You know, he's fun to watch anyway. But I mean, to me, he's exploitable. I, I like I'm not worried about him lighting up the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I mean, to me, I think they they try to they really probably try to focus on on Singletary. You know, take him out and in doing that, get some get some confusing pressure on on Allen. And then when they draw or when they um, you know when they mix the run in, they're up there and they're they're up top and they can hope they're trying to get them from behind like they did in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? From behind, meaning behind the player. Yeah. I um, think they're gonna try to top. take. I think they're gonna try to take Allen and his stuff away. Try to confuse the quarterback. Let them run. I think they might. Yeah, they might. And then I think here's what I'm looking for. We'll see if I'm right or wrong on Sunday morning. You can throw it back at me if I'm wrong. I think Singletary's going to make a big mistake. I think he's going to fumble, and I think the fumble is going to cost him the game. Mm. The Patriots are really smart. I think they're a team that will notice that Singletary has a little bit of a shaky handle. It's better than it was in college. They've improved it. I still don't think it's so great. I think he's a fumble waiting to happen against a good defense. I think the Patriots obviously are a good defense. Um, oh, and they're and a turnover machine, would too. would not shock me if that Allen, excuse me, um, Singletary specifically fumbles this week. And I think Allen obviously is a great bet to fumble against anybody because, you know, he's got a shaky handle in the pocket. Well, two, yeah, two things there. And he there. holds the ball too low. Two things there. The Patriots are always trying to strip the ball. And they go in for a tackle. Right. That hand, this one hand is pushing on the ball. So that's probably, there's a good scenario for that for Did sure. Did you happen to see... Man, I can't. It was. Who was it? It was. It might have been. When's the last time the Ravens played the Steelers? A few who, weeks ago. They played them on a Thursday night. Who did the Ravens play last week? They played the Jets. No, it wasn't. Who was it? I. It was. It was. I was watching. They played them on Sunday Night Football. Do I remember that correctly? Well, there was there was a recent play where I think it was Bosa went for a punch out, and I mean he missed it by like a fraction of an inch. Mm. Um, and it was on Lamar Jackson. I think it, maybe it wasn't Bosa. Maybe it was a different player, and I just have it wrong. But Aikman was going on about it, like, "Wow! Like if that, like if he had caught ball on that, it would have been like an epic punch out." Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Patriots are—they're good at it, man. They really go really good it. at it. Yeah. They're taught to do it. They're taught how to do it. Uh, the thing I like about the way the Patriots do it is that they do the tackle first, right, and then they push then on the once ball. Somebody or they have the guy wrapped up. They're like schooled. Okay, now you go after the football. It's exactly and what they do. If you watch, very Ma- rarely do yeah. you see a guy being held up for more than a millisecond with the Patriots, where somebody's not going after the football. Yeah, if you watch Devin McCourty, who's who's the most tenured Patriot on the defense, and you watch him, he does exactly what you did. It's it's hit, wrap, and push. You know what I mean? And he's it's so fluid. Well, that's you know that's one more reason you should wrap when you tackle. It can set up. It can set up other things. Yeah. It's when 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 the first guy comes in and wraps, right? And especially if he gets an arm, now now the guy's set up. All you need is a second guy in to go after the ball, and you're gold. But part of that is wrapping, right? Yeah. And the Patriots, you know, they're one of the few teams that still, you know, wrapping tackling's an art. And a lot of teams are all about just trying to knock guys left, right, down, up. The Patriots play real football. It helps. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And the uh, the second point I was going to make on that is that that's something they do well, so that lends itself to your arg- argument that Singletary could put one on the ground. Um, it's yeah. not an argument. I'm just I just have a gut feeling. No, I'm just not. Well, argument uh, your your statement, your you know yeah. your position. But uh, the other thing I was going to say too is like you know. They're a turnover-causing machine all over the field. I mean, the, the secondary is just picking balls off left and right. And let's be frank, I like Josh Allen a lot, and you've, you've heard me say that, but it's more I like his moxie. I like his guile. I like his style. I don't think he's a great quarterback. But uh, he's mistake-prone, and the Patriots are, you know, the type that can prey on someone like that. So, yeah, I think yeah, well, I think turnovers lead the day, you know, yeah. for the Pats. That's the I don't win. know if he'll throw picks. I mean, obviously he's hugely capable of throwing picks. I think the turnovers are more likely to come on strip sacks. Um, cause he's a little loose with the football. He's, you know, he's sort of risk averse this year, throwing the football. He isn't just like, he's, he's not nearly as haphazard. He's been, he's been mon- more under control is the word um, I would use that, you know, he, I think he's more under control. You know, he was, yeah, uh, kind of like, a, what I'm saying. yeah, like a five, a, like, uh, you know, not quite, not quite out of college yet. You know, before he was in the NFL in his rookie year. Right. What I'm saying is that. that last year he took a lot of dumb chances. Yeah. And in, in addition to that, he was not accurate. Now the dumb chances are less frequent. The inaccuracy is still there. Yep. So, you know, uh, most of his inaccuracy is usually going up. He leaves stuff up and back. 
So, you know, throws to the middle of the field can be dangerous. Throws to the sidelines, he generally airmails them into the damn, mm. uh, you know, into the blue tent or something well, like that. Well, that's McCordy's territory in the middle there, and he's got a he's got a, a nice handful yeah. of, of of picks this year. So, yeah, I'm gonna go that I'm, way. I'm, I'm gonna say three turnovers for the Patriots: one Singletary, um, and two off of Allen fumbles. I think the Patriots are gonna cause fumbles. Yeah, hmm. yeah, be we'll interesting. Yeah, that's we'll just talk. my guess. We'll I, look, when we're talking about this, um, and uh, this is one of the more you know the the playing this the Saturday DraftKings slate might be more fun than the Sunday slate this week um, just because you get to watch everything right I mean it's like it's like the Thanksgiving slate I play this and every single player I play is gonna play for me yeah. on the screen yeah that's nice if you especially if you have a good day um, tough so slate you don't have, though yeah you don't have the red zone to do your uh, thing well it's a tough slate but you know it's tough for everybody yeah, it's uh, the, it's not like somebody else is out there playing plays you can't play. We also don't know what's going to happen, right? Because like when we were talking on Thanksgiving, when you had that one day three game slate, you know the game that looked the most attractive, Buffalo Dallas, uh, wasn't if I remember correctly, wasn't well, the, the biggest point no, getter. It was, you know? it was the, the game that looked most attractive was Saints Falcons, right? And that, and that thing was a was dog, a dud. right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, the game where we said, well, this one could go either way. It went shootout, um, <laughs> and it's funny. I actually. I was set up to clean up on Thanksgiving. I hit everything in the two early games. The mistake I made was playing anybody in the late game at yeah, all. Yeah. So I had like Julio and Kamara and Michael Thomas saved for the night game. They all stunk. Yeah. I should have been playing scrubs from the earlier games. Yeah, like Allen or whatever. Yeah. yeah I didn't I, I only cashed in one out of three. I thought I was actually gonna be at the top of the leaderboards. I thought I had a chance to win the thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm out of the money. It was, yeah. So, yeah, three-game slates can be cruel in that way because each game is huge. Like, yep. you don't, no matter how good you do in the first two, the third game can just be your undoing in one direction or the well, other. Well, yeah, it's tough to predict. The, the one that looks like it has the points in it, it's the first one, is the 1 o'clock, the Texans at the Bucks. Uh, yeah. It looks like it's matching up well for, for Watson and company. And then on the other side, that puts the always throwing the ball, Jameis Winston, in throw mode. He just doesn't have everyone to throw to anymore. Uh, I mean, he has some he has people, but he doesn't have his two top guys, which is a kind of a bummer. Um, but there's playable people, you know, on, with the box with Perryman and, and you know, Scotty and all the, the whole gang over there. So there's stuff you well, can no, do. Scotty's Howard. out. He's out. Oh, Scotty's out. Okay, he's so out for the year. You've got um, you've got Perryman and uh, it's basically yeah, it's it's and Howard, <laughs> Brate maybe. Yeah, I mean it's 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 going to be some some weird, wild, wacky stuff. Um, I, I, Arians was talking about it earlier in the week. He's like, yeah, we're going to have to figure out a way to throw to our running backs. We're going to have to figure out a way to get everybody involved. Um, but basically, I mean it's it's. It's going to be Brashad Perryman and Justin Watson. And Watson was the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, I couldn't get and, his name out of my out of my. Oh, mouth. okay. And and that's it. I mean, there's nobody else. Miller's IR. Evans and Godwin are IR. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe we see some extra snaps for Dare. I was just going to say, yeah, Dare Ogumbo. That guy hasn't caught more than like two or three balls all year. If I'm Tampa Bay and I got nothing to play for, I'm don't you try to feed. Rojo the ball in the passing game. Try to make it happen. You know what I mean. Force uh, it a little bit. See what he can do. Would I? I don't know. I, mean, I, just, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Guy... I, 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 I'm more concerned with that Arian, with what Arians is going to do. Um, you know, and these guys have been splitting snaps. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm just looking at Peyton Barber snaps right now. Twenty-eight percent, thirty-eight percent, thirty-nine percent. You know, he's not going away. Um, and Ogumbawale, 28, 29, 30, 21, 43. It's like th this This backfield's divided into thirds. Yeah, to me, it's like when you're at this time of the year, you know what I mean? And and, uh, and Tampa Bay's sitting at what? They're 7-7. They're seven and seven. Um, I, I want to I, I, I just invest, and maybe it's a Week 17 thing, but, uh, you know, I want to see everything Rojo can do. He's really, and I think you've been on it, all year long with how Arians has kind of handled him and, and why. And there was some nickel psychology to it, but I think it was right. But isn't now the time to kind of unleash the cannon, yeah, particularly with so many good well, weapons? Down? I don't think he's a cannon. It's the problem. Their pop gun, whatever he might be, yeah, you know, I, is, yeah. is what they have. 
He's what they have, and they've had gloves on him all year, you know? I have no love lost. I don't have any playing on any rosters or anything. I'm just kind of curious, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I would play him. I mean, I am playing him, but only because I have to. Yeah. No, I mean, like, for them, like, usage-wise. Like, it, to, to me, with, with Evans and Godwin down and, and – I get Scott, what you're saying. You know I, mean? I, but just, but you know, I, I would think that would be some, a I time just to don't... fire him up a little bit more than they normally do. That's all. Maybe. I mean, uh, you know, we'll see. I, it, it, the guy hasn't played more than 53% of the snaps this season. Not once. That's his high water mark. He's only been over 50 twice. So, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, he's got 34 targets on the year comparatively to Here's like, the thing with Jones. Wall, you, had, you had Evans and you had Godwin occupying safeties, yep. pulling defenses down the field with them all season long. If Jones was something that they thought was something to unleash, I just think he would have been unleashed already. Um, you know, do they play him more out of necessity this week? I would imagine either Jones or Ogubun Bawale would play more this week out of necessity, I would think. But, I mean, who yeah. knows? Yeah, I'm not bad. I mean, I just like to me, if I were a coach, these are the games that I want to get a good look and th- so I can help myself make a determination about the future on. That's kind of where I'm going with it. L- less from like a fantasy perspective. So just kind of curious what they're going to do there. Um, but I guess well, it's I, a good luck. I think they're going to do what they've been doing, which is all three backs are going to play. Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, Ogunbowale has not been below 21% all year. That's his low mark, 21. Yep. All year. Now he's had some weeks where he got into the 40s he had a week when he got into the 50s but basically he's been about 25 percent that's basically been his role 25 30 percent um you know Peyton Barber had a couple games in the teens but other than that he's been consistently in the 30s in terms of snap rate so I mean hey I'd love to see him bench those two guys and just play Ronald Jones but like there's just been nothing in the yearly usage that would indicate that Mm. nothing Mm. Um, and then on the flip side, the, to me in that I game. I think what we can hope for, Jim, is more targets. That's all you can hope for. Yeah, just well, hope that when they're in the game, they're targeted. Yeah. No, that's kind of where I was going. Like, it just, it just you know, curious. It, you can't get into his head. But that's, uh, that's getting into my head and what I would potentially do to kind of take a look at him. Um, well, Arians has had this guy, in pra- you know, he's had him in practice all year, and this is what he's chosen to do. I, I think more targets for everybody this week because uh, it just – has to be, I would imagine. O.J. Howard gets a couple extra targets. Jones gets an extra target or two. Mbawale gets an extra target or two. Um, you know, it just gets spread around. But it's, you know, I, I have Winston ranked fairly high. I got to be honest. I'm not. I don't feel good about ranking him high. Um, but the quarterbacks are light. What are you going to do? Once you get past the top five quarterbacks, it's not a lot of fun out there. Mm. I'm just taking a peek at what you pulled up. Um, yeah, you got Winston six, and then there goes Tannehill, Ryan, yeah, Helter Skelter. It's uh, yeah, I hate Matt Ryan, but yeah. I think you know he's. I I think really Ryan is actually the line of demarcation. If you're Ryan or above, I think you're in good shape. Uh, but below Ryan, no matter who you're, no matter who you're on, um, it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, and Prescott's not healthy. That's obviously a problem. Uh, they're not really giving us an indication as to, you know, not throwing AC joint, but he'll definitely play. Like, it's like that sounds like a White House press release. Um, Kyler Murray is okay at ten. He's been running better. I, I have some positive feelings about him, but it would be tough having him in a bowl game. The next Aaron Rodgers matchup stinks. Yeah. He's only got one receiver. Yeah. Um, Cousins is in a tough matchup. Fitzmagic's still there. I mean, you know, Fitzmagic, Cincinnati. I think, yeah, I think Fitzmagic is, is once you get past Breeze, I, you know, Fitzmagic is as good a play as anybody else. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing with Wentz. You know, very, but see, this is the problem. You get it's down been all right lately. I mean, Wentz has no upside. You know, he's got a good floor, but yeah. he's got no upside. You know, which is why he's behind Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, if the game goes right, he'll have some upside. But that's a game you got to watch too. Um, my understanding is that the wind and rain in Miami on Sunday could be bad. Mm. So that's something to keep your eye on. Um, and that's not good for Fitzpatrick because he's a guy who throws a very, like, an ugly ball. Yeah, Like, that ball. thing can get blown around. Um, so, 
you know, between the balls getting batted down and getting blown around, Fitzpatrick could get into a shaky situation. But, I, you know, apart from the weather, everything looks really good there. Cincinnati, obviously, a soft matchup. Mm. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are going to be in this situation where they have to look at these types of quarterbacks and say, well, do I want to take Garoppolo's floor or Trubisky's ceiling? You know, it's that's not a fun decision that's to have to make. That's not a fun decision, no. You know, do I want to bet that I get good rivers or – you know, Rivers has looked really shaky. Yeah, not uh, a guy I would want to play. You know, Andy Dalton has looked bad. Yeah. He he looked really bad against the Patriots, right? The next guy on your list is a little interesting. But against Miami. Yeah, he looked all right. Yeah. Uh, the next guy on your list is kind of interesting, Daniel Jones coming back. And, you know, we've yeah, seen him go either way. I'm not, I'm not playing Oh, no, Daniel I wouldn't Jones. go near him. But I'm just saying if you were stuck and you were in that, he's at least someone who's got a little bit of upside coming back. And, you know. I, I just, you know, the guy was in a walking boot. So, you know. This is a guy where the reason he's interesting for fantasy is because he runs. So now he's not going to run. I, you know, I can't count on him running coming out of a boot. I'm not sure what the Giants are doing, to be honest. Mm. I, like, why not just let Manning take his freaking lumps and, you know, I, you know, but whatever. I was surprised to see him. You know, on uh, it looked like he would. They were going to switch to him. That kind of caught my eye. That's why I raised right. it. I mean, I'd like to think it's because he's healthy, but it, it doesn't sound like he's 100. percent So I don't want to. I don't want a running quarterback when he's not going to run. Yeah. Um, I do think he's good enough to feed the giant receivers. I wouldn't downgrade anybody because Jones is in there. And obviously, if Jones is having a problem, they can always go to Manning. He's healthy. He's there. Uh, so I feel okay about the giant receivers. Um, but yeah, I mean, unless unless my options were Goff or Minshew or Allen or Brady or Mayfield, I, I, I th- like that's the scenario where I would give consideration to Jones. Yeah. And I wouldn't like it. Yeah, sure. Um, and just kind of going back, just looping back full circle with that first one o'clock game tomorrow, with the, there's some fun on the other side of the field. You know, for the Texans, it looks like it could be a nice feeding frenzy for their offense for Watson and company. And uh, you get Fuller's a, a week healthier, and uh, and your boy DeAndre, it looks like a nice week for him. That's my guess. Yeah, I think this is a much better matchup for Fuller than Hopkins. Fuller lowers Hopkins' ceiling. Um, he's generally about an eight-target player when Fuller's active, which is unfortunate. Uh, but it, it held true again last week. I sort of shook my hand and said it wouldn't, but it did. Um, so Hopkins will do well um, when he's targeted. But yeah, he'll make the most the, out of what he gets, I, you know. But the 14-target monster game is unlikely in this spot. Um, Fuller actually targets Hopkins a lot when he's healthy, which mm. is stupid. But it's it, Billy O'Brien football is not the smartest football. I, I you know I don't know how else to say it. They're going to um, tell me, man. I was He drove me crazy in 2009 yeah, I, here. I'm not saying he's incompetent. He obviously can get a football team ready to play. He's a competent coach, but he does some really weird things. Um, even last week, like Hyde had a good week, but was that really the way you thought you were going to win that football game? Yeah. It was a heavy dose of Carlos Hyde. Yeah, it was surprising. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know what they're doing sometimes. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Fuller is a good bet to get deep targets in this game. Tampa's given up big plays. Yep. Uh, that's sort of their thing. <laughs> um, and you can't run on them. So, yeah, you know, hey, for all we know, Billy O'Brien will think Carlos Hyde's the way to beat Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe that, that that's one, you know, fly maybe, that could get stuck in the ointment. Maybe Duke Johnson gets broken free if he uses a really bad game, matchup you know? for Duke Johnson. Yeah, R- really bad matchup for Duke Johnson. Um, Tampa Bay holds um, running back receptions, I think, to the lowest, um, really, of any team. Uh, which makes some sense. They they run blitz a lot, so they've got a lot of people coming up field. Yeah, and they can just uh, they can uh, stop them in his tracks. Yeah, it's. I mean, look, we've seen weird things in the last couple of weeks, right? We saw Jared Cook light up one of the toughest tight end matchups out there. Right, I mean, San Francisco giving up one tight end touchdown all year. Cook lights him up for two in the first quarter. Well, I think I, <laughs> you know I, it, what's coming to my memory. I remember we were talking about. Um, I think it was the Chargers playing against Minnesota, and uh, you know, and I remember you saying like, you know, receiver. My my thinking was, geez, Gordon's going to have a tough track. Maybe it's more of an echo day. And you said just what you said here, which is. Um, you know, it's not good for either one of them. They, well, yeah, they, they, they defend <laughs> the pass against running backs really well. But although Echo did break, like, I think he had one, one that uh, got some yardage for him. You know, maybe he got like a 40 yarder there. So I'm wondering if it's a kind of a similar setup that, uh, that Tampa has with Minnesota because they're, they're obviously well, it, it a is, lot of stuff in defense. It is, but Minnesota's better. I mean, better Minnesota it, backs yeah. it up. Uh, Tampa's just really aggressive, you know, and Todd Bowles caught a lot of flack in New York for being a bad coach. Um, and he's not a good coach. 
but he's he's pretty good defensive. He knows defense, yeah. Um, and you know, like the idea that Todd Bowles was the problem with the Jets when he was here is pretty laughable. He was anything but the problem. You know, he's not a good enough coach to like overcome the problems. Right to yeah. overcome the problem, yeah. but he wasn't the problem. Right. Um, so yeah, he's back doing what he does well, coaching for Arians, who knows him, who trusts him, uh, and the Tampa defense has um, exceeded the sum of its parts most of the year. I mean, they've been mediocre, but at least they've been mediocre with like a predictable personality. Consistent, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they cause some headaches. You're going to throw on them because they don't have a lot of talent and they're aggressive. Um, but you know, if Tampa can fix up the talent in the secondary next year, just make it average. Yeah. Um, and you know, add a couple pieces, get a quarterback that they like. They might or, have or, something. Plenty or, of weapons or, on offense there. Yeah, or or maybe I don't know, hypnotize Jameis Winston or something. I don't know, but. Um, it's funny. It's like people are talking like Winston's already gone because he threw what ninety picks. Or yeah, something like no, that. he's been in multi picks all year. <laughs> right. But he's also been multi touchdowns and three hundred to four hundred yards all year too. You know, so yeah, it's not I what you want to build your football team on. No, but, you know, he, but I'm not. I'm not convinced that Arians isn't egotistical enough to think to, he can do it. To maybe, you know. He rolled with Carson Palmer for years. That's true. When there, in my opinion, was a better way. He Carson was, Palmer was highly overrated. In my he opinion. was dead Never for two him. years on uh, on that team in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. So Arians, I don't know. Now, look, maybe he liked Palmer or trusted Palmer or whatever. Um, but unless there's a guy out there that he likes, it wouldn't shock me if they were with Winston again next year. It wouldn't shock me. Hmm. I'd say 30% chance. I think most people would say it's like five. His contract's up, though, right? Winston's gone this year. I believe Finally. Winston got the one-year extension thing. Yeah. So I think you're right. I yeah. think he's um, I think he's an FA. A free agent. Because he's definitely in year five. No doubt. He and Mariota. Right. right. So yeah. I think he got the fifth-year the, the, the fifth extension. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think he's a, uh, a free agent coming up. Um, you know, but, again, I don't think that necessarily means anything. I don't think I don't think a free agent. Well, I mean, like, yeah, twenty twenty free agent. Right. So what what I'm saying is, I don't think there's going to be a big market for Winston. So Tampa, I think, will sort of have, you know, if they want him back, they can probably sign him on a one year deal. Mm. I I don't think NFL teams are going to be lining up looking to pay Jameis Winston. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, give me one. I, I can't think of any team that he would start for next year that would want him to be the starter yeah i would i think uh you know am get, i missing anything maybe miami but i mean i don't know yeah, that's uh i don't know how long they can roll with fitzpatrick you know what he means it, i think it's man, like the only I think one most teams would rather take a, ch- a chance with a josh rosen yeah um and any yeah you know, it's you know and that's another weird thing by miami why didn't they play rosen this year yeah learn, learn what you have yeah that's yeah i don't i you know i don't know what the fitzpatrick i mean i understand fitzpatrick maybe is a little better at this point in their careers but why aren't you trying to develop the young guy yeah. what else do you have to do yeah um but i don't know maybe he was just that bad um that could be it man i mean i've i've never been impressed with him you know so uh i think he could be that the, the guy can throw the football i yeah. mean i you know I like him coming out of college and all, but I, I mean, he's talented. Yeah, there's something missing with him, man. I, I you know, and I don't get eyeballs on him enough, but it just he's been kind of unimpressive and attitude issues and uh, attitude. What I, I, I don't see the attitude issues, but okay. Kind of, kind of well chronicled coming out of uh, in and around his, his college days, being a kind of a cocky. He's got kind of. Uh, yeah, I, 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 to me, that stuff's everything. garbage. But I, I, I don't like him because I don't think he's that. I, I just I don't like him in terms of most of my problems with Rosen was when when play when he needs to go to plan B on a play. I don't like it. Mm. You know when he's throwing from the dime when he's on his you know when he's going through his progressions and the ball comes out. I'm fine with him. Um, it's just weird, you know. He had no shot in Arizona. That team was gutter. I mean, complete chaos. Post Arians, no talent. The coaching staff was a disaster. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I, I I find it tough to hold his performance in Arizona against him. And in Miami, this is the same team that thought that Kalen Balaj was their best option at running back. Mm. 
So, I don't know. I sort of feel like at some point, all players deserve to play for a sane team that will give them some kind of chance. I feel like this kid hasn't had it, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 I think that's fair. Let's put it I, this I way. If there. I'm a team looking for quarterbacks this offseason, I'm more likely to sign Rosen than Winston. Let's put it that way. Mm. Well, you have a bigger sample size of what you know Winston is. You kind of still don't know what Rosen is, so yeah, there's a better dart throw. That's, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. I, you know, I just think you know everybody deserves a shot. I don't think this kid's really gotten one. You know, it's not like he's a Manzel where he's like you know tooted himself off the field. I mean, he's basically just been you know Arizona 2018, Miami 2019. Dear God, that's yeah. brutal. That said, that said, with Winston, you can definitely play him this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's you know like I said, I don't I I don't like ranking him as high as I did. I wish I didn't have to. That's been the that's been the thing all year with him though. It's like I, I've you, well, that's been the thing with him all year, Jim. But yeah. he's had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin all year. That's I mean, true. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. I've got I've got OJ Howard and uh, <laughs> Perryman in the six hole right now. Yeah, that's ugly, man. Yeah. Um, and I gotta be honest, I'm probably gonna move him down somehow. I just can't. I'm probably gonna move him down maybe to eight. Uh, put Tannehill and Ryan. I was gonna say you could put Tannehill up at. Yeah, I, I think maybe those guys. I feel better about them. Um, but you know, look, the matchup is good. He is home. He's gonna throw it all over the field. Yep. You know, it's a volume play. That's all it is. Yeah. And I guess the reason I'm hesitant is, part of me wonders: is it possible this is the week we see a volume decrease? Um, hmm. You know, it hasn't happened. So, yeah, you know, I don't like, as I said with the running backs before, I don't like betting on things where there's no indication of change. But, you know, if they were going to slow it down, this would be the week to do it. Yeah, I'm just looking at your rankings and trying to see who who, who could plug and play ahead of him. And uh, this sounds a little, just based on what he hasn't done so far, I, and it's a tough defense to do anything against, and he's depleted, but... I'm still kind of waiting for Rodgers to to pop. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's. Well, I have Rodgers as a QB one, but yeah. you know, unless you think he's going to throw for 300 yards to Devonte Adams, or unless he's going to throw a couple of scores to uh, the corpse of Jimmy Graham, yeah, not a lot there to choose from. Yeah, I mean, normally I'd say, well, you know, Aaron Jones, he could he could latch onto some big passing plays to yeah. Aaron Jones. Yep. It's tough to do against the Vikings. Yeah. Vikings don't give you much of that. I mean, mm-hmm. you can always hit it. Any defense can give it up once, yep. and maybe you get it, but betting on it is different. Yeah, I'd love to rank Rogers rank Rogers higher. I really would. It's a lot um, of tough in fact, matches. I had him at six, and I kept pegging him down, pegging him down, pegging him down. Mm. Uh, and quite honestly, you know, I could put him. I could put Cousins at eleven and Rogers at twelve. It's close. Yeah. It is. It's a tough. It's tough matchup wise as you kind of like roll through who's going against who. It just doesn't line up well for a lot of people, a lot of the quarterbacks who are starting. Well, and it's yeah. the thing we've been talking about. Well, the thing I've been talking about all year: broken offenses. Yeah, there's too many broken offenses. You know, that's why we got five quarterbacks we can trust this week. And even those five, Breeze is on the road outdoors. Yeah, I don't like Breeze on the road outdoors. Yeah. I mean, he, he's probably going to do really well because the Titans' corners are just banged up beyond recognition. But, you know. When Breeze does crap out and you're not expecting it, it's usually it's usually outdoors. Yeah. So, I mean, he's my five. There's no way he's going lower than that. I'd be fine playing him. But but there is an element here that we don't like. Mm. You know? Well, and DraftKings is kind of telling you that, too, when you look at the pricing. You know what I mean? Uh, well, 69 is a big number. Yeah. But, but, For a quarterback, but, that's a big number. Yeah, but but he's in but he's in like the same ballpark as, you know, Tannehill, 6,600. Well, Tannehill's 69. the hottest guy in the league right yeah, now. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like I'm, I'm just kind of – there's a lot of compression, uh, cost compression in and around him, and it's kind of underscoring your point. Um, eh, I don't know about that. But, I, 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 look, Breeze is a good play. I don't want to get I, – I, I feel like I'm maybe – I don't want to say Breeze is a lesser play than these other guys. I don't think he is. I'm just saying normally when I'm saying, hey, this guy's an elite play, you know, there isn't something like that on the docket. Um, you know, with Wilson, he's down a running back. So I like, I, I, I feel like there's really not much in Wilson's way this week. You know, if, if Penny were healthy, I'd be like, well, you know what? They could give 20 carries to Carson. They give another 20 to to, to Penny, uh, they win this game by 20 points, 30 points, and Wilson could end up throwing 20 times. Mm. But with only Carson, 
I feel like that's five to ten more pass attempts. And with his efficiency, I, it's really tough to see him failing in a game against a bad defense at home and against a team that tends to create more snaps in the game, not less. Yeah. It's too bad Procise fumbled last week because I thought he might uh, have a chance to, you know, take a, a bit of Penny's role in kind of, uh, you know, he, he given a change carries. of pace. He to, wouldn't yeah, get carries, though. He would, it, it, Procise usage will be good for Wilson because it will tend to be receptions. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think process could be much of a factor. Yeah, no, um, not now. Uh, you know, Mahomes is probably the shakiest top four option just because it's a good defense Tough and it's a road up. game. Yeah. Um, but Mahomes, you know, as you said last week, you wouldn't bench him in a snowstorm. Yeah, as it turned playing. out they played. It, as it turned out, that snowstorm was, like, totally bogus. Yeah. It was like basically they had some snow on the ground when the game started. That was yeah. about it. I can't, you know, it, it's really annoying some people with the weather. They're like alarmists. Um, well, that's what I said to the guy. I'm like, dude, I'm in the semifinals. I got Pat Mahomes. Like, <laughs> I'm playing him. You know what I mean? Like, he'd have to be really, really, like, going against his better judgment. No, I agree with injuries, that. But he had Russell know? Wilson. So yeah. I, I actually said I'd play Wilson. And he would have been fine either way. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, I think it, I hate having to rely on web weather. Um, there's nothing like actually getting a, a look at the place or being there. Like, if, 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 if I lived in that, in that area of the country, I'd have been like, no, don't worry about it. Just yeah. play the guy. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I caught, I watched segments of that game. I didn't ever see the weather in that game ever being oppressive. There was snow on the ground the whole time, but it looked like the same snow. There was snow on the ground. Occasionally, yeah. there was some snow in the air, but it was never. It was never like it was never like you know like a nor'easter or something right. like that. It was you know, and the wind wasn't like moving in a direction. It was sort of like it was. It was actually decent weather for football. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, um, you mentioned Watson. He's lights out play, obviously. The, you know, there's things that can go wrong, but it's mostly Billy O'Brien stuff. It's great play. Um, Jackson, pretty good play. He struggled against Cleveland first time out. I, I'm not worried about him. Mm. Um, I guess when, when it comes to quarterbacks, the real question is, what do you do if you're in a bind? And... Um, you know, I would say this week if you're in a bind, Dalton or Trubisky maybe. Oof. That would probably be where I would most go. Most recent eyes on Dalton are really bad. I mean, the Patriots just feasted on him. But yeah, I, that's completely irrelevant. Though. But but well, but you know, he's. I mean, he's. It's irrelevant, dude. They're playing in Miami. I know they're playing in Miami, but you know, <laughs> I don't care what he did against the Patriots. He's in Miami. Oh, he looks fucking terrible. You know what I mean? I mean, he, he no, looks, he, I don't. It's, he, he looked like Andy Dalton. Yeah. You know, he he looked like Andy Dalton matched up against the Patriot defense with nobody to throw to. Um, yeah, you're going to get that, but I I'm not going to carry that performance to this week. Uh, he's a guy. He's one of the few guys who's got a lights out matchup. So uh, if you're in a spot and you want to use Dalton, I I just go for it. All right, I'm I'm going to back out of that one. I don't want any piece of him, but I I understand your rationale. You know? It's not my rationale. Yeah. It's just the numbers. I mean, you, Dalton's the 18th-ranked quarterback, and, I mean, if you want to make an argument for people I've got behind him, go for it. But I'm talking about if people are in a bind. I'm not saying start Andy Dalton. No, I know. Um, I'm just looking through. Nothing really jumps off the page. I mean, that uh, is is interesting. I guess maybe... Maybe Indy, maybe Brissett against Carolina, oh my. but I don't. I mean. <laughs> no, no, I I don't even know if he'll. T- he may not throw twenty passes. Mm. Yeah, he's got Hilton back, but that'll be limited. Yeah, it's not a lot out there. Minshew. There's maybe. no way I would play Brissett this week. Mm-hmm. I would I would play Sam Darnold before I play Brissett. I'd play Dwayne Haskins before I play Brissett. Oof. Haskins, I, I Haskins, not a bad play. I mean. He, he, you know, obviously you're nervous. He's had some really bad games, but Giants stink. Yeah, they do. I mean, they are just flat bad. The, the reason I can't play Haskins is because he just doesn't have enough to throw to. Mm. Like, like, to play Haskins, it's almost like saying, well, I'm going to bank on McLaurin getting 180 yards. You know? Because yeah. if, if every, everybody else on that team, if they have good days, it adds up to, like, 130 yards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think Haskins. I I thought he played well last week. 
Well, McLaurin had a nice week. You know what I mean? So, and he's had he's had touchdowns in two straight weeks. So something's happening there. But uh, no, no, it's. it's, I mean, I watched the game. Haskins looked like an NFL quarterback. 80% 80% of last week. Mm. 20% no, but 80% yes. So that's that's up from like 50-50 the week before. Mm. And in his early starts, you know, it was like 20-80 against. Um, and in his throw-in games where they just tossed him in there, he looked like a high school quarterback out yeah. there. So he's, he's come a long way, which is impressive when you're playing for a team that like seems to be against the forward pass as a concept. So I, I give him a lot of credit. It's it's a shame what Washington is going to do to some of these young players. They're sort of like the Jets; they just ruin careers. It's going to be interesting to see if they if they make a change. I mean, they're going to. I think you know if if there's a potential regime a change. change at coach. You know what I mean? And, well, uh, you know they can't make a change. You can't. They're like the Jets. They're like the Jets. It, you know, the problem is it's like cancer. Or it's it's like it's it's well, actually, no, cancer you can beat. You can't get rid of Dan Snyder. He's like this permanent pock. You can't get rid of. It's, mm. the, it's the worst thing when you when you have a bad owner. It's I mean it's it's my whole life. Every single team I root for is there's nothing worse. Yeah, no, really look, isn't. it's been a while since we've had it, but we we had it here for a long you know, time. You can with fire all, GMs, all you fire coaches. Players change over time, but owners. They just ruin your life. Yeah. No, look, he's, uh, he's, he's probably the worst one. In, he's one of the worst ones in sports. He's certainly the worst he's, one in the NFL. Yeah. He's, you know what? He's the reverse of that. Like, remember when I was saying, like, to me, quarterbacks, like, you get to that Jedi level, and then you're in the Jedi thing. He's, the, he's in that opposite group where you can only be so bad. Mm. He's in that group with Dolan, who runs the Knicks, and Woody Johnson, who runs the Jets, and the Wilpons, who, by the way, did you hear? No. Mets got sold. Oh, did they really? Mets got sold. Who uh, who bought them? I don't know. Some rich guy. Some some rich hedge fund dude. But here's here's you'll appreciate this hack. Um, the Wilpons part of the deal is that they get to retain their titles for five years. How freaking stupid <laughs> does that matter? It's like it's like it's like Met fans. Here's your dream, but. Along with your dream, you're going to have to eat this yeah, that's, big that's, shit sandwich. That's ridiculous. that's ridiculous. I remember I could curse right towards the end of that yeah. setup. I mean, can you imagine that? Yeah, that's stupid. Oh, you don't have to imagine it. That's, that's the reality that's of it. petty. But I was talking to somebody last week. I mean, like, if you're the new guy, right, there's no way you're actually, like, really giving him those titles, right? I mean, like, you give them the titles, but they're just titles, right? That's the bump upstairs. It's the bump upstairs. Like, you know, you're out of this. Well, they but, already are upstairs. Yeah, but, but you know what I'm saying? Mean. It's it's the, the 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 window dressing kind of thing. Like, go shake some hands in the suites and then be be, be out of here. Well, please. no, that, that won't be their job because yeah. the people in the suites would spit up. No, you know what I mean. First. No, it's just like, just like <laughs> whatever But, but that's what's interesting about it, right? So they're going to be around in some type of capacity. Clearly, they're not going to let these guys make decisions, right? right? You're the Wilpons. So, like, they're going to be like, basically, they get to keep their office and their title, right? Yeah. But like you say, like you can't send them around on goodwill stuff. Everybody hates them. Mm. It's just, it's the most bizarre thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's useless. It's so incredibly Mets. Only the Mets would do something like this. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. It, for me, it might be a return to baseball at some point. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they just, I mean, look at they got sold and they got bought. So there's there's hope for those who uh, who root for that squad like yourself. Well, I guess the the reality of it is in five years we're will pond free. But what I'm hoping for is that we're basically Wilpon free as soon as this thing goes down. Yeah, that's just stupid, though. <laughs> but is it that it's pure Jeff Wilpon? It's like yeah. he knows he's not good enough to get a job anywhere else. Right. So just keep me in baseball. Right. Right. I want to. I want to be a president in baseball for five more years. Yeah. My daddy says if you, if you do that, he'll let you buy the team. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's hit the last game on Saturday, and then we'll let's uh, we'll leave the rest of it for the fantasy football hour on Sunday because that's going to be a good. Well, day. let's 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 do this. Let's let's talk about this um, Sunday slate as a whole for a second. Sunday or Saturday? Um, good catch. Saturday. Um, it, I know. Are you going to be doing this? You're not going to put any lineups out there. I'm going to be at the I'm going to be at the Pats. Oh, game, that's right. So, you're be yeah, at the game. I'm taking off uh, pretty early. I think we're taking off at like 10:30. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it'll be first game in a couple of years for me. So uh, all right. So let's let's I'll tell you what. Let's walk through this. Um, do you happen to have the applet open? Do I have the what open? The applet DraftKings. Yep. Okay. 
So well, let's dummy up a lineup, okay? So the big thing in this thing is you just look at the three games. Like if you look at qu- quarterback ownership rates, I'll just this is pure speculation. I'm going to say Garoppolo is going to be owned about six percent. I'm going to say Goff's going to be about six percent. I think Brady seven or eight percent. Mm. Uh, Allen maybe it's high for Brady, but you're six right. or seven percent. Yeah. Uh, Brady just on people playing him because he's Tom Brady. Um, and then I think so. Basically, you're looking at like a collective. 35% ownership in the other two games. Mm. And then I think everybody's going to be Winston or Watson. Yep. Um, so when you look at it from that angle, and if you're trying to win this thing, like the way to do it would be to find the uh, you know the non-Watson, non-Winston quarterback that's going to hit. Yeah, I think it's the night game. Yeah. I, Don't you think? Well, well, see, that's the problem. I, I Even knowing that, I can't do it. I, I, I don't want to play any of these guys. I'm I'm a little le- I mean but I'm just throwing it out there yeah. that if you wanted to go I'm a little less throw- down on Goff, you know what I mean? Like I'm like I he's been they've been well they haven't been good, but I you know, and the Niners are just absolutely <laughs> brutal matchup, but I don't know why I'm not as afraid of Goff, you know, 5800 bucks. He's passing the ball a little bit. He's been getting Robert Woods involved, like a Cooper Cup involved last week. I don't I don't love it, but He's not. A, not <laughs> I'm a, just gonna let you finish. Yeah, no, I'm, just, I, I, I'm not touching golf with a ten foot pole. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I, I would agree with you that he is probably the best bet amongst the, of, you know, the rest. The other four, yeah. I'd probably go Garoppolo. I'd probably stack Garoppolo and Kittle and pray. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really tough to get off Winston. Yeah. It's it's just not easy at all. Yeah. Um, and Watson, really. I, I, I think Watson will probably be 60. Winston will probably be like 20. And then everybody else fits in yeah. somewhere in the rest yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, so maybe playing Winston is a way to go. See, the problem with these things is when you're looking at short slates like this, the money isn't as important. Mm. It's First of all, it's easy to fit in the guys you want to fit in. You're going to be able to fit them in. Um, and there's a lot more play between mediocre and bad. Like, yeah. So I, I'm just going to do this the way I'm going to do it because I'm going to play Watson, even though I was gonna say, like, you can make a compelling yeah. reason not to do it. I'm just going to – basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Watson and my idea is going to be that that's the best percentage play. The field's going to be on that. So I'm not playing Watson with an idea that it's going to help me. Right. I'm, pl- I'm playing Watson with the idea that it's not going to hurt me. You're in the field, yeah. Right. And then I'm going to try to find my differentiation in other ways. Uh, at least that's the idea. I think that's the thing to do. The other ones are just a dice roll. Too much of right, a dice but, roll. W- right. But we have to, right. And we have to understand that everybody's going to do that, though. So yeah. we, like, at some place, we need to find an original idea some type of unique something or other in this lineup. It's not going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Um, now, I suppose one thing you can do if you're looking to sort of pivot into an area is you could make two lineups, make two Watson lineups, stack Hopkins in one, Full, stack Fuller in the other, the other yeah. rather than doing like one double stack. Yeah. That way, if it's a one or the other thing, one of your lineups really moves strongly in the yeah, right direction without bet. being pulled down by the guy who's not getting off. That makes sense. Obviously, you need to double invest now, though. Now I'm spending twice as much money. Mm. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to... Uh, the most popular option for me is going to be stacking Nuke. But it's close. It's mm. close. I'm sort, of, I'm sort of being gutless here. I'm sort of playing for the B... Instead of I'm going for the bird in the hand. Yeah, well, there's not. I mean, there's, Fuller's mo- Fuller's more volatile. There's, yeah, there's more not risk, a lot. Of, I mean, you don't but, have but a lot of options. He's also more likely to win it for me. <laughs> it's yeah, it's. It and then you have to start thinking about well, this jumping off the page. If I'm playing a Watson Hopkins stack, and I want it to go off, that's not going to happen without Tampa. So, I'm going to want to buy some Tampa. Yeah. Perryman's at six K. We'll put him in there. Yep. I'm going to jump down to tight end for a second. Tight end's interesting because Higby has suddenly been... Well, they got Everett back, potentially, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to play Kittle. 
And I'm just going to go do this now because I think it's really important. I think the Patriot defense, like if you're not playing the Patriot defense. Yeah, that's a, that's a must I, play. I really think you're doing it wrong. Um, Turnovers galore. But it's 4K. Yeah. It's 4K. It's, I mean, you're going to, you know, uh, the difference between going Patriot and just saving money is like 15 to 1800 15 to $1,700. Mm. It's a lot. Mm. Um, so if you play Patriots and they don't hit, you're probably toast. Uh, I still think it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and then running backs. You know, Mostert's priced up. I think White is the one guy I want for sure. In the Pats-Bills game. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the question is how can we get creative around White? And I think one way you could go to keep all your options open is to just play White Burkhead. Ooh. And essentially knock yourself. Basically, you're playing a block. Yeah. And basically, you're just betting against Michelle, right? I think it's a safe bet, man. And Burkhead, Burkhead looked good last week, and and this is what they do with him. Burkhead almost always looks good, though. Yeah, but 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 they feel. I felt like a corner. Is I did a, think he looked good. I, I think a corner is about to be turned with him, where they're like, okay, I think we can we can ramp well, him I, up. I a little think bit. you're right about this week. Uh, in fact, I think I wrote that up uh, on the waiver wire this week. Um, that I think Burkhead, maybe I didn't. I, I either wrote it on the waiter wire or I dreamt it. <laughs> it's, been, it's been that kind of week. Uh, wait a minute, I'm going back to the waiver wire now. Hold on, hold on. Maybe I, I just maybe feel, I just mentioned it on the podcast. Oh, no, feels, no, here he is. Feels like a Rexy day tomorrow. Yeah. Actually, here's what I wrote. I should have had him on the morning wire. Um, he's a patriot for crying out loud. So, yeah, I did my EEI wire and I left out Burkhead. Way to go, Pete. Um but uh, yeah, he's healthy. He, he's often used in big games. Yeah, um, I think he's got touchdown potential this week. I don't think he's touching the ball more than ten times. I think ten times would be a really good outcome, in yeah. fact. Um, but he's dangerous when he touches the ball, and it 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 it, it essentially locks us into the white roll fully for an extra thirty six hundred bucks. Mm. Uh, and running back is not a position that it's easy to fill on this slate, right? It's hard to run against the Rams. Well. Sort of hard to run against the Rams. It's definitely hard to run against it's Frisco. It's the Niners, yeah. You know, Patriots, a pretty good run defense. Bills are a pretty good run defense. Tampa's a very good run defense. Yep. Houston's good. Tampa Bay's so weak at running back. So, it's, a, yeah. it's a tough – it's just a, you know, it's not a running day overall. And then, you know, what's the team that's going to run the most? Probably the Rams. I don't know that the game script's going to be there yeah. for them to run. Yeah. So, um, you know, none of the backs really scream out as must-have to me. Mm. Um, in fact, I'm wondering, I, I may not want to go running back and flex. Now, we've got, with Watson and Hopkins, with that stack, with Kittle, with paying up to the Patriots and putting Perryman in as sort of a correlation play in that Houston-Tampa stack uh, and using the two Patriot backs, we still have 8600 bucks left, All right. 43 per spot. Um, and, I mean, for my money, I think receivers – or maybe two tight ends. I was going to say, can you throw Higby in there? Like, go Kittle Higby? Yeah, I don't know if I don't know how much I'm. I'm concerned about Higby. Kittle Howard. You know, I mean, every I, you know, the the, the Higby thing is sort of funny because when everybody and their mother was telling me about how Everett's going to be this thing, I kept going, you know, Higby's good. Like I, you know, I don't see why Higby would just disappear He's to help out all of our good. Everett fans. And I don't know why. I don't know why. The Rams would just like you know all of a sudden coronate Gerald Everett after Higby's played so well for three weeks. Well, straight, no, I don't think know? they will. Yeah. What I'm saying is that these guys are both good. Yeah, they are. Uh, and that Higby's play has been a product of Everett not being there, and Everett's play was a product of Higby not being there yeah. one week, and now they're both there. So I'm worried. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you ask me, you could play Higby or Everett. I'd play Higby in a second. Yeah. He's hot. But I'm I'm not worried about Higby versus Everett. I'm worried about Higby versus Higby. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a little worried. Mm. Um, I'm not saying don't play him, but I'm a little worried. Yeah. Um, O.J. Howard is probably the piece. That's an upside play. Because yeah. you're, 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 you're getting back into that stack that we like. Essentially, you're buying into the big Watson game even more. Right, right because yeah, the Tampa Bay is going to have to keep right. the score, keep keep you're, coming you're sort up, of, keep pace. Right, you're sort of hoping Tampa just goes into must throw mode. Yep. Um, so putting Howard at the flex isn't. I'm going to just throw him in there. That now that ups our money to 46. Yeah. Now here's what's interesting. That fits Watson into our lineup. Mm. So essentially, what we're doing here is 
we're playing a f- like a full stack in the first game, and then we're playing White Burkhead Patriot defense and Kittle. Yeah, I like it. I think that's about as good as you can do. Right. So we're doing Watson and Hopkins as a stack, but then we're correlating more on the other side. Mm. Then we're playing Perryman, Watson, and Howard. So how do we get burned? Uh, we get burned if your if your Rojo thing ends up being like forward thinking. Yeah. Then this we could get burned here. Yeah. Right. Uh, if Ogumbawale suddenly gets an expanded role. Yeah. We could get burned here. If no, Cameron James, Brait you... catches two touchdowns, yeah. we could get burned. Yeah. You get really burned on this because we don't have Winston. Yeah. Right? So on the other side, if 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 the Tampa stack hits and Watson hits, but Hopkins doesn't hit and Fuller does, mm. we could still cash. Right? Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. But if, if Tampa goes wrong, we're in trouble because we're not even getting a taste of it. Right. Right. Because all the juice is on guys that aren't in your lineup. And you right. You don't have Winston. Right. Yeah. Mm. So this lineup's interesting. It's, give, it's zero remaining salary. Um, I don't really think any of these guys are reach plays except maybe Burkhead and Howard out of the tight end slot. Yeah. But Howard does lock you into more. Like if let's look look at Tampa's big plays. You got to figure are going to come from Howard Watson, Perryman, and Jones. Yes. I would think. Yes. So we've locked in seventy five percent. Of that, this isn't so bad. Yeah. The only thing about this that I don't love is I think for this lineup to be different in a positive way, we need Burkhead. Mm. I don't think that's. A, I, I think he's. So that's like I don't know how much I reasonable. want Burkhead to be like the key. Yeah, <laughs> but he would be. There are many other options though. You know what I mean? Like if you're like the guy, I would go. Well, to the options be... we would have other options very quickly if we change the stack around. Yeah. Because then you're looking at different types of correlation yeah. moves. Like if we, but, but you know, I'm sorry. Finish your thought. I was just gonna say, like the, the only guy, the only other guy I could think of, like if you wanted to pivot off a of Burkhead, would be Duke Johnson. But I know you don't love him, his match. I love know? Duke Johnson. I don't love the match. Yeah, and I don't like the fact that they're inconsistent with the way they use him. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Like you and I both agree that Burkhead tends to come alive in spots like this. Yeah, big games, December games, right. playoff games, right. home games. Yeah, hell He's yeah. Sort of like Charles Jefferson from um, Fast Times for Richmond High. Yeah, they only fly him in for games. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> right. So you know, you know what this this will probably this is I would say I'm going to look at my I think my other lineup that I've already made. Gut, on this. gut instinct is Burkhead helps pay the bills this week in some way. Right, just a feeling. Let me see. Yeah, my other lineup. I'm not even gonna say it. I don't even like this thing. I don't want to talk about it. Um, so okay. So look, I think we just th- th- like that's the way I see the main slate. It's a lineup like this is the way I would want to play it. Um, you know, I think stacking with Winston is another way to go. Yeah. Um, if you're and, worried I mean, about, I, and, and by all means, if anybody in our audience has the guts to find a way to play Brady. I mean, you know, like, I mean, a Brady, Edelman, James White stack, I mean. Yeah, I don't know, man. You could do it. The problem is you I just I think I'd rather play Stidham in Week 17, no, you know, the, the, to be honest but, with you. Well, no, but here's the problem with it is that I'm not saving enough. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it's not hard. Like, you saw how we just fit in all those players with Watson and the Patriot defense and Kittle at tight end. Yeah. So, like, why am I paying down to Brady? Like, what's the purpose of doing it? Yeah, you're not getting. You're not able to get anyone of any more upside or value. Right. Or I mean, differentiation, it, it, so. like, does it get us to Gurley from from OJ Howard? Does it save us twenty three hundred bucks? Probably not. It does, no. no. It does, well, let me see. It Brady's well, fifty two. It does. It yeah. does. It does. It mm. gets us. It saves us eighteen hundred. Mm. So that's that's sort of the calculus. Mm. Like, does is Brady Gurley better than Watson OJ Howard? I don't know. I don't. I'm not not sold on that. Yeah, neither am I. But but we already have White in our lineup, so you find a way to pay Edelman in there. I mean, the one thing about Brady that's somewhat appealing is that we do we can isolate target flow. So we like if you play Brady and Edelman has a big game, yeah, you're going to do pretty well. Yeah. 
You know, Brady, you know, now the more I look at this, Brady actually might be the best plan C. Yeah, I was going to say it's worth maybe a lineup look. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I, again, I don't, I, it's thin, but if the Patriots throw the ball well, if they go no huddle and throw the ball fairly well all day, then it's going to be White and Edelman that get the most juice. Yeah. You know what? I I wouldn't mind sticking that in like a $9 pool just to see what happened mm. if I was a Patriot fan. Mm. But I don't know what, you know, as a Patriot fan, it might be better just to play the Pats D. Well, you know what you're going to get there, I think. That's the safest bet on the team right now. Well, I just mean from like a rooting standpoint. Yeah. Because, okay, rooting for Pats D versus the Bills. I'm already doing that. That's yeah. fun. Loud home crowd. Yep. Right. If you don't put any Bills in your in your lineup, you don't have to worry about what they're doing so much. You're going to be rooting against them anyway. Yep. Um, so like stacking everything and maybe putting a, like we did with like a, maybe a white or a Burkhead and basically just like rooting for the Patriots defense. It's not a bad way to play. Yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, like I always want to find a, like a lineup that I like that will work with what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> like if I, like if I have to root for the Jets, ideally, I just don't want to put any in my, right. Well, the Jets are easy. Just fade the Jets. Right again. Well. <laughs> <Bet> against them. <laughs> Anyway, all right, yeah, I think we got this thing pretty covered. Yeah. I think we, I think we, we did okay on this. Let's. Um, so we need to close this thing down. Got to wrap it up, yeah. But let's do, let's do a couple minutes on. This is a big week for you, dude. It's it a big week. Yeah, it's a big week for Jim. Well, first get... of all, let me let me let me control this. A couple things. First of all, uh, to our listening audience, this is not stuff you normally talk about on a sports podcast. But uh, around the Hackett House, there's been this wonderful little dog for the last. Mm. Was it 15? 15, 16 years, yeah. 15 years. Her name, her name's Molly. She's an adorable little dog. She passed away just a couple days ago. So I just want to say on air, Jimmy, I'm so sorry. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, and for anybody in the audience who I, I think probably 50% of our audience gets it, oh, maybe yeah. more. Yeah. Um, some dogs are just special. She was unbelievable. She was a great, she was a really nice. My dog. dog's so, my wife's third foot. You know. Yeah. What I mean? so. so yeah, please, you know, give my best to Alice, <laughs> which is my joking name for Jim's wife. Her name's not actually Alice. Not. Please, please, Jill. please pass on to yeah. Jill that I said Alice should feel yeah, better. Appreciate um, that. Um, and laugh. if the kids need a hug. Um, yeah, we haven't. Even, we actually haven't even told them yet. Did they oh, know geez. she's in the hospital. We weren't ready yet. I mean, it was it was rough Wednesday, Thursday. So like, we didn't want to add that. But they're asking for good, good it. Like, is she it, doing man. okay? Like, I mean, she's like, she's in the hospital. We're gonna tell them Saturday. We didn't want to like tell them and have them go to school. You know what I mean? Well, them home. So you know. So, but yeah, yeah. they they can sense something's off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, that's I, a big one, man. Yeah. I, good good luck with that. Yeah. And uh, I I I, I <laughs> it's also a big week for you. Uh, for fantasy football, yeah, it's uh, a big uh, one. You know, the Molly thing is awful. And yeah, just, you know, just all the best on that. Um, but take some time out for yourself this weekend because you're playing in the finals of the Beantown Brawl. Yes, you are playing in the finals of the Midtown League. As are you. <laughs> um, and well, are those your two? Those yeah, are, those, th are the those are my two. And I, I, you know, the funny thing is, I didn't set a lineup in Tuna last week. I, you know, because I, you know, I had like Julio on the bench because he was out the week before. I put up one forty nine point nine in Tuna. I would have like, damn it, if I had just gotten through, I'd be there too. But I'm not. So I've got I put up a really nice score in Tuna, and I still lost yeah, by fifty. I saw that. Um, yeah, he's the had, highest score in Tuna, I think, in three years. Yeah, he had a and big it's against league. me in the semis, yeah. of course. It's, it happens, man. Tuna's tough, but it's. Kenyon, um, I was going against Kenyon Drake in three out of five leagues last week. Yeah, you brutal. cannot make that that shit up. Brutal. But I got yeah, I went. Uh, I got thirty three percent of my teams in the final, so that was pretty good. You know, so I'm happy about yeah. that. Hoping to break through. Hoping to win. So yeah, you I too. mean, you know, I think you're going to do well in the two matchups against me. Um, you, you get, never know. You've got some depleted uh, I'm lineups in big there. Trouble. Yeah. I'm in big trouble. There's only so many players you can lose. I mean, I, look, I don't think there's anybody playing in a final this weekend who didn't lose anyone. Yeah. I think. I mean, if, if you're if you've got a fantasy football team that didn't lose a player, hats off. Know, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd like to know what stock picks you're making this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Being town, Mike Evans, but that's two weeks without him, so I'm kind of used to that now. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I being town. My problem is, I, I I'm out of running backs. Like, yeah, who do I'm you have? Out. Well, I've got Chubb in a bad matchup. Oh, uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, I might have to play Duke Johnson. Like, I might have to play Duke Johnson. Yeah, at least it's finals. PPR, though. You know, you get something. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so. Uh, but, you know, uh, thank you. Good luck to you, too. You know, so yeah, you've got a no, bunch no. of teams going. I'll, I'll, it, it, the, the, the Midtown, I mean, the, um, 
the Beantown thing, whatever, you know, I can live with whatever happens there. Having to be this depleted going for four in a row is tough. Yeah, in midtown. That's tough. Yeah. I would like to at least give you a better fight than the one I think I'm going to give you. Um, you got but, a pretty jacked team, though. So, I mean, you've got enough depth to kind of make a make, – you need just one week, you know what I mean? So dude, it's, I, think, I think I'm going to be playing I'm not, Ronald uh, Jones, John Ross. <laughs> it's going to be pretty bad. I'm not um, celebrating yet. I'm going to wait No, no, nor Tuesday should you. That, that would be a really yeah. – no, if you, if you celebrated, you would then have to spit, yeah. go outside, yeah. turn around like ten times, yeah. and say a Hail Mary. Been there too much. Yeah. Um, I think the match where I actually have a chance is in Lights Out, which is Tagliere's League. Yeah. Um, but Leo is loaded, and he's got five running backs that are healthy. Wow. I'm looking at his team. I'm like, I have five teams. I have one healthy running back. You yeah. have one team and five. Yeah. He's got I'm, he, He's got Mixon. It, it's terrifying what he's sending it's out. He's too unhappy these days to win. He's been miserable on Twitter. Have you seen <laughs> him? He's like, just give up, man. You know, like maybe just I, I put, him on, put him out of his misery, you know? Dude, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Mark Ingram, Zeke, and Connor. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm in trouble, yeah. and you can play five running backs in this league. Yeah, it's a crazy, uh, crazy lineup construction uh, yeah. restriction in that in that league. Meanwhile, I'm no Mike Evans, no Evan Ingram, probably no Damian Williams, uh, yeah, it's and tough. and my quarterback's weapons are all like dead and buried. So yeah, the, that's is that that is fantasy football for sure, as we all know. So right, look, nobody's shedding tears for Pete. That's fine. Yeah, um, but it is you know. I'd much rather be in this spot than not be in this oh, spot. Oh, yeah. It sucks when you're not in it, man. But, yeah. w- but watching three teams burn at the same time in a final is sort of tough. It can be rough. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I, I, and it's also tough. Like, I had eight teams that had a shot at the bye in week 13. And if that ends up no championships at all, yeah, that's going to be a little tough to that take. That kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. But like you said. It's a brutal game. It is, man. Fantasy is a brutal you do every, game. I, I say this, you can do everything right from the pre-draft all the way through, and you have a minimum 45% chance of it just going to shit every week. Yeah. You know, it's just, Hey, you want to hear something cool? This is, is actually sort of cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll tap out after this. And by, by the way, there will be a Rotobomb podcast for the main slate for folks who want it. So for folks who – because you and I will be doing some DFS Sunday morning, but not yeah, a ton. Yeah. For, for folks who want the full main Sunday slate, I'll have DFS for that. Uh, also, Rotobon rankings for the folks who read them, the running backs and tight ends are coming out today. Just All right. On the off chance that Receivers and QBs up now. And then, Receivers and QBs are up now. Well, when this thing drops, all four will be up. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is uh, on the Rotobon podcast – we actually retained we've retained like 80% of our audience that's good on the waiver wire yeah that's pretty cool yeah well that means people are hanging in there yeah, yeah. like our people are doing really well um, we only lost about 20% of our audience off of last week so a lot of people made it through that's good yeah I really hope um, and I know a lot of our listeners here the listeners there so um, yeah Hopefully you guys are. Hopefully you guys have one more good week, and uh, we have a lot of champions. Next yeah, week. and then we can just goof around on week. And this 17. podcast will be a celebration next. So, hey, look, this po- one of us will be celebrating next week. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I hope it's me. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, part of me hopes it's yeah. you. Part of me does. Part of me hopes it's you. So we'll. Uh, part of me wants the money. Yeah, I hear you, man. So, <laughs> all right, we'll reconvene. We'll catch you guys on Sunday for the fantasy football at eight o'clock. Uh, fantasy football hour that is at eight o'clock on Sunday, and uh, get your questions over to us on the text line. You know that three seven ninety three seven, or you can tweet me at at wei hacksaw and Pete at at rotobon, and that'll close her up for this week. Hey, Yo. one more thing. Yeah. Um, just this, the whole, we just talked about the Sunday slate. I'll have an article coming out probably first thing in the morning on tomorrow's slate. So if you want more thoughts, I'll, I'll have them on. They'll be up on WEI.com. There it goes. All right, folks, that was the uh, Off Day Fantasy Football Podcast. Jim and Pete will be back on Sunday. Good luck.